Welcome to Getting Social with the Curious Cowgirl, a podcast that is all about teaching antiques and vintage business owners step-by-step how to utilize social media to cultivate new clients and increase sales. Everybody is doing well today. This is Mary the Curious Cowgirl, and you are either watching or listening to Getting Social with the Curious Cowgirl. My goal is to help teach antique and vintage business owners how to better utilize social media so that you can attract more customers and clients and make more sales. So I'm glad you're here with me today, and I'm excited about today's training topic because the topic actually was recommended to me by one of my current private clients. We were working together last week, and she said, you know what, Mary, you might want to do a little you know, training video or podcast, whatever, about what private coaching looks like, you know, kind of what you offer and how you work with clients and how you, you know, kind of assess their needs and then put together a plan for them as you did with me. And I thought, well, that's a good idea. So that is the subject of um, our conversation today is what does private coaching look like? Because you all probably know if you've been watching my videos or listening to my podcast that I have digital courses that I sell that you purchase and then you take the course on your own, on your own time, you know, at your own pace. But I know that there's also a number of you all who, while you might be interested in taking a digital course, you may be also interested in some private coaching or private consultation. Um, You know, maybe you are a person who likes to be taught in a more guided format, you know, kind of in a one-on-one format. Maybe you are one of my students who's taken my digital course, and so now you're ready to sort of take your social media up to the next level, but you want a little more help in really implementing a very personal plan. So there's a lot of reasons why individual coaching or private consultation might be a really good fit for you. So let me go through a few things with you all so that you've got a better, you know, kind of mind's eye picture about what coaching looks like. All right, so first of all, um, if you want to have a discovery call with me, all you need to do is email me. And my email address is marythecuriouscowgirl at gmail.com. And we will set up a time together. I usually schedule between 15 and 30 minutes for a discovery call, usually no longer than that. So you can, you know, um, sort of Take that into consideration as far as how much time will it take you to do a discovery call with me. Um, but I like to do a call because one, I don't, there's no way that that you could thoroughly communicate the nuances of your business with me via email. I'm a very big believer in voice to voice conversation. Um, I'm you know I'm old enough that I you know I prefer not to communicate everything through text. So this is definitely one of the situations where I want to visit with you, hear your voice, and 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 listen to you. So we will schedule a call, 
And the first, I guess, batch of information that I like to um, gather is detailed information about your business. So I want to understand where you are selling your antiques or vintage. You know, maybe you've got your own brick and mortar. Maybe you have a booth at a mall or you um, regularly set up at a flea market. Maybe you are a manager of a flea market or a, um, you know, an antique mall um, and you're wanting to understand how to utilize social media in that context. Uh, maybe you're just selling out of your house. Maybe you're the person who is, you know, you're picking wherever you go, estate sales or other dealers or, you know, wherever you're finding your treasures and you're just simply selling out of your house. So whatever the scenario is, I want to visit with you and really understand exactly how how you're doing business. So, you know, that's the first thing. And then I want to understand, um, especially if you are selling um, outside of your home, kind of what is the dynamic there? Um, if you're selling at an antique mall or a flea market, there's a lot of nuances to that. You know, you're, you're in among other people, there's somebody else running the business. So there's a lot of things I kind of want to understand about that scenario. So I just ask a lot of questions about your business so that I can really thoroughly understand and get a mind's eye picture of what you uniquely are doing. Okay. So that's kind of the first thing. Then the second sort of batch of information that I want to gather is where are you on social media? So I'll probably really quickly take a look at any social media platform that you have, Facebook or Instagram. Um, I'm not going to get into an analysis with you because I, I wouldn't be um, doing you any favors by trying to do that really quickly. I would definitely want to take my time on that. So I'm really just looking at any social media that you have and making notes of the names of your social media so I can go back and take a deeper look later. If you're not on social media at all, or if you're not on it really substantively, then that's a different kind of conversation. So I want to visit with you about, um, with no judgment, but why are you not on social media? You know, did you try it and you didn't like it? Or did you try it and you didn't see the results that you wanted to see? So I'll really visit with you about that. Maybe you set it up and you just, you know, like a lot of people you set up an Instagram or you set up a Facebook and you just haven't used it very much. So we'll kind of talk through all that. So I understand kind of where you are as of the day of our discovery call. And then I, I want to visit with you, I guess the bulk of the conversation, the biggest part of the conversation is I want to visit with you about what do you feel like your biggest challenges are related to social media? You know, if you are nervous about something. I want to understand what that is. If you feel frustrated by some aspect of social media, I want to understand what that is. If you've, um, you know, if you've maybe put some things up on social media and you had feelings about it, good or bad, I want to talk about that. It's important for me to understand kind of what your mindset is about social media so that I can you know, kind of better assess how I can help you. So we'll talk deeply, you know, kind of about that as well. Um, I also think it's always important to talk about with prospective clients, what confuses you about social media and what are you really clear about? Because all of us come to the table with different levels of experience. And I, you know, I don't ever want to assume that 
you know, there's that you don't know something that you do know. So, you know, just kind of a lot of, of, um, deep dive questions like that. We'll spend a lot of time talking about the, those, about those issues. Um, once we've kind of, um, tease through all of that, then what I will do is I will go back on my own. We'll end our call and I will spend some time looking at your social media. Um, because like I said, it, um, you know, I want to go back and look at things like how often are you posting? I want to look at how many followers do you have? I want to look at what kind of captions are you writing? Um, I want to look at what hashtags you're using. You know, I want to look at, the strength or lack thereof of your images. Um, you know, there's a lot of things that I'm going to look at when I go back and look at whatever social media you have. And then what I do is I put together a proposal for services. And, you know, my proposals are, at, you know, as different as each client. They're, they're totally individual. Um, they're customized for you and where you are and what your goals are. But let me give you some examples of some things that I do for some of my current clients. And maybe this will kind of help, you know, I don't know, kind of get the ball rolling in your mind a little bit. So one of the things that I do for clients, actually a lot of my clients, is I help them with an editorial calendar. And you all have heard me talk about editorial calendars in other training videos or podcasts, but let me remind you what they are. So one of the things that I harp on all the time with my students and clients is that you have to have a roadmap or you're, you're never going to reach your destination, right? And you have to have a roadmap that will keep you accountable. And that's what an editorial calendar does. It, um, it allows you to set up the plan for the month so you know exactly what you're going to be talking about on social media so you don't ever run into that you know moment where you go oh my gosh i'm supposed to post something today and i don't know what to talk about so it's a roadmap knowing what you're going to talk about it's also a roadmap for making sure that what you're talking about is interesting and varied we we've talked about that a lot um, on my videos and podcasts there's a huge section about that inside my signature digital course about the importance of having varied content. So that's another good reason for having an editorial calendar. Um, a calendar is also really helpful if you have an event coming up or some dates coming up that are important and you want to really promote that event. So that that is sort of baked into the cake when we're talking about an editorial calendar. So that that is, I mean, just, I guess, several aspects of of um, what an editorial calendar is. And I do that for a lot of my um, clients. And one of the things that I find is that after a period of time, and this is always my goal, you all, let me sidebar here. I'm a, I'm a teacher. My first profession was teaching and I was a consultant in the nonprofit sector for a really long time. And I think one of my greatest accomplishments is when my clients outgrow my services, you know, because I really have the perspective that I'm not, I, I don't want to just do it for you. And in fact, there's a lot of things I don't do, which I'll talk about in a minute, but I really want to teach you, you know, I really want you to understand how to do a lot of these things yourself. Now you may ultimately decide that you want to hire a social media manager, which is not something that I do. Um, but I really do try to get the ball rolling for my clients so they can then take on that work themselves. 
you know, at the end of the day, you know your business better than anybody, right? And, you know, and I can certainly be helpful and social media managers can definitely be helpful. But there's, you know, there's no substitute really for you because you really know everything better than anybody else. Now, if you don't have time to do it yourself, I understand that as well. But I'd like for you to at least have the skill set and know what it is your um what you what you should be doing if you decide to outsource it to somebody else you know kind of in a way how do you hire somebody to do a job and evaluate if they're doing a good job if you're not even really sure what that job is right so it's kind of part of what i'm trying to do is really paint a picture for you of what appropriate social media management looks like whether you do it or somebody else does it okay long sidebar all right, so that's editorial calendar. That's one of the things that I do for my clients. Another thing that, I, um, that I've been doing more of lately, which is a lot of fun, is helping some clients put together a monthly newsletter. Um, so there are, there are a lot of dealers out there who have email addresses. Um, I see it a lot with shop owners, brick and mortar, and malls um, that are collecting emails when people check out, or however, or maybe they're... Um, I don't know, they're doing some kind of like drawing. And so there's like a, I don't know, like a jar for people to put their business cards in and they're collecting email addresses that way, whatever. But there's a number of business owners that have email addresses or have ways to um, gather email addresses. And they find that sending out a monthly newsletter highlighting what they have for sale has proven to be very effective for them. I really see this a lot um, with malls um, in particular because malls and, and brick and mortars, because you all are retail locations that are open six or seven days a week. And so sending out a monthly newsletter, letting people know what's going on in your shop or your mall that month, um, a, you know, opportunity to highlight a dealer or showcase some wonderful new acquisition you have. A newsletter is a great way to communicate that with um, your potential clients or customers. So I've actually been helping a number of people lately put together newsletters, which is fun. Um, I'm a big fan of MailChimp. That's the, that's the platform that I use. And it's very easy. And again, my goal is to get it set up and then teach my clients how they can then, going forward, edit the newsletter themselves and push it out. So um, that's, that's another thing that I can do with clients, um, and it's fun. Okay, another thing that I work on with clients, and this is, um, I really enjoy doing this, and it's a little bit tedious, but it's so important for um, consistency on social media, and that is teaching my clients how to use schedulers. So in my digital course, my signature digital course, I teach my students how to use the Facebook scheduler. Facebook provides a scheduler on the platform. So you could, you know, carve out two or three hours in one day and sit down and schedule a whole lot of posts on Facebook, which is wonderful. You kind of, you know, dig in, get it done, and then you don't have to look at it again for a while. Um, I like to also use a platform called Later, L-A-T-E-R. It is a free scheduling service um, unless you are scheduling a certain number of posts every month or you want to use it to schedule on more than one platform, and then it's a monthly fee, and it's real inexpensive, like, I don't know, less than $15 a month or something. 
but I use later as well as the Facebook scheduler for my own social media. And so I have a number of clients that um, ask me to help them learn how to do scheduling. And so that's a lot of fun. And it's, you know, and I, the reason I said tedious is it's like anything. It takes a little, it's not hard, but it just takes time to learn how to do it. And there are several steps that have to be taken in order to kind of get the ball rolling Um whether it's Facebook scheduler or using later or something else. So um, that's another service I offer is helping people learn how to use schedulers. It's a time saver. I don't know what I would do <laughs> without, without schedulers because life gets busy, right? All right. Another thing that um, I work with clients on is helping them better understand how to utilize hashtags on Instagram. Hugely important on Instagram. They're, you know, um, you are not going to, you're, you're leaving money on the table, kind of, if you don't really utilize hashtags in the way that Instagram allows us to do that. And I know a lot of my clients are, they see them on people's posts, but they don't really know how to find them, how to research them um, for their own posts or how to research them in terms of cultivating audience or research hashtags in terms of kind of scouting out the competition. Like there's a lot of ways that you can utilize hashtags. So I work with um, some of my clients on their hashtag strategy, which is um, an important aspect of Instagram for sure. Another thing that I do with my private clients is I work with them on putting together plans for collaborative social media projects. And this usually is folks who are, um, they are either at a mall or a flea market and they have access to a lot of other dealers that they work with. It doesn't have to be that scenario, but frequently it is. Um, there's a lot of ways that you can work with other dealers in promoting one another that's hugely beneficial for both of you or all of you, depending on how many people are participating. And there's several really good strategies for doing that. There's a lot of people using kind of these collaborative strategies on Instagram and Facebook really effectively. So I work with a number of clients on putting together a plan and rolling that out in, you know, within their own community, um, which is, which is great. You know, I always say rising tides lift all boats, right? So, you know, I lift you up, you lift me up and everybody wins. So, um, I work with a number of clients on projects like that. Um, another thing that I do that is, um, that I love doing because I have benefited from it in the past with people that I have paid to help me when I was first starting out. And that is to kind of put together short-term and long-term goals and to hold my clients accountable for kind of meeting their own self-identified goals. So that could be on a weekly basis, a bi-weekly basis, or a monthly basis, but we put together a plan and then they like for me to hold them accountable. And accountability is not always, you know, did you get around to doing it? Sometimes it's, um, I worked with them on a strategy, then they have to go implement. And sometimes and this happens, you know, to all of us with all kinds of situations in life, you think you understand it and you get going and then you go, okay, now wait a minute, what did she say? How am I supposed to do this? So sometimes the accountability piece with a plan is really just to make sure that my clients, once they kind of get into the thick of it, really understand what they're doing and can kind of proceed on their own. 
Um, but I really enjoy doing that. I, you know, I think accountability partners are always a good thing. So that's one of the things that I do with clients. Um, then another thing that I do that that is that's a lot of fun is I love to put together what I call kind of a study list of accounts for my clients. There's, you know, a lot of really, really smart folks out there in social media land that are doing an excellent job on Facebook and Instagram. And I have a long list of accounts that I study and that I watch and I learn from. And I like to provide that information to my clients because, you know, I always say, I mean, there's hardly any original ideas out there, right? A lot of this is just kind of, you know, um, following best practices. And so when I find a, a, an antique dealer or an antique mall or someone in the industry who's really utilizing social media well, I really study what they're doing. I t- take notes. Um, I do a lot of screenshots of, um, of, of Instagram stories, that kind of thing. And then I love to share those best practices and examples with my clients, um, you know, so that they can benefit from some smart technique that somebody else has already figured out and they can um, modify it to help whatever it is, you know, their particular line of businesses. So anyway, that's one of the things I do with my clients. So hopefully you all, that's kind of given you a little bit of an idea of what private consultation or private coaching looks like. Um, Like I said at the beginning, some of my clients have not taken my digital course they're not necessarily interested in doing that. They really just don't want to, they just want to work with me one-on-one. They feel like they're going to learn better that way. They're going to get go faster that way. There's that kind of accountability factor. Some of my clients have taken my digital course and then they want kind of that follow-up and they want the, a little more, um, you know, assistance with the application of everything that was presented in the digital course. So, um, Hopefully that helps um, kind of demystify what does consulting look like. As far as pricing goes, um, I it, it depends on the situation. Sometimes I put together a proposal that's kind of a, a package price for several different things. Sometimes it's just an hourly consultation. Um, so it again, it just depends on what my clients' needs are, what they need from me, and you know how I think I can best serve them. Um, and, and get them moving forward as quickly as possible so that they don't need me anymore. You know, as far as I'm concerned, that's the ultimate goal. Um, I want to circle back to one thing I said earlier as far as something that I don't do. And I want to talk about social media management for a minute. So um, you all may be familiar with the term hiring a social media manager. Some of y'all maybe have done that in the past. So let me describe a little bit more what a social media manager does. And I have hired them in the past for um, nonprofit clients of mine. And then I have utilized social media managers um, early on when I first started my business um, because I was doing so many things I just needed to offload, you know, kind of some of the to-dos. So social media managers essentially are, they're like, I would say they're almost, I would call them like a ghostwriter of a novel. You know, a ghostwriter writes a novel, but the public doesn't really know that it's been ghostwritten. As far as the public is concerned, the author wrote, wrote the book, but actually somebody else did. Okay. Um, in that, you know, kind of keeping with that analogy, 
a ghostwriter works really closely with the quote author of the book. A lot of times the author, um, you know, maybe they have a story to tell, but they're not really a writer. You know, maybe they have a story to tell, but they're running a huge big business and they don't have time to write a book, but they work really closely with their ghostwriter so that it, the end product is as close to an original piece as it possibly can be, right? Okay, so a social media manager is kind of like that. They work very closely with their client. They really have to learn their client's personality because all of us have a voice on social media. We have a personality on social media. And you want to make sure that your social media manager mimics that as closely as they can so that your whatever they put out on social media on your behalf sounds and feels as much like you as it possibly can be. Um, Social media managers typically are hired to put up a certain number of posts on Facebook, Instagram, whatever, Um, you know, whatever the frequency is, is typically how much they charge. Um, There's a lot of back and forth as far as getting them images, because obviously they have to be posting set things. So you've got to be able to send them images. Um, And so, I mean, very um, high level, a social media manager is essentially doing your social media for you, trying to make it look as much like you as it possibly can. And they are, if you can find a good social media manager and there's lots of good ones out there, they are wonderful. They really can be a godsend, um, you know, Because again, you're running a business and you may not have time to mess with all the social media stuff. Um, So something to keep in mind. Um, That's not what I do. I'm not a social media manager. My goal is to really to teach you, to empower you and to equip you to do you, for you to really represent your business that you know better than anybody on social media in the most authentic way way that you can, um, and provide you with all those tools so you can successfully do that. So hopefully that clears up the difference between kind of what I do and what a social media manager does. So again, if you are interested in reaching out to me for a discovery phone call, I would love to visit with you. Mary, the curious cowgirl at gmail.com. Please do you all check out all my videos that are posted on my Getting Social with the Curious Cowgirl Facebook page. And then, of course, as you can tell, I'm always recording for my podcast. So if you would rather listen to my trainings as you're exercising or driving to work or whatever you're doing, then you can find me anywhere you listen to podcasts. You can just simply download Getting Social with the Curious Cowgirl and you can check out all of my um, training that has been recorded there. All right. I hope that's been helpful to y'all and I hope you have a really good day and I will look forward to talking to y'all again soon.